Hello world, this is America's Supermom, and this is a special edition that I call the Corona Chronicles. During this time, we are suffering from a pandemic that is affecting everyone across the world. We are joined with the um, rules and regulations of uh, being shelter in place, which means we are limited with the ability to go about our daily business, confined to our homes based on a coronavirus that has been sweeping the entire world. Um, for some people, the effects could be mild. Uh, for others, it can be fatal. So we are coming together as um, a community, as uh, a family during this time of difficulty to share what it is like um, in our part of the world, how we are affected, and the things that we have in common, what kind of problems that um, are taking place in our industries and in our relationships and finances, and coming together so that we can um, plan for a better tomorrow. As this epidemic or pandemic um, crosses the world, you know, we are waiting for um, relief. We're waiting for the virus to um, die off and uh, for us to go back to some state of normalcy, whatever that may be, um, after um, things kind of settle down. So what is that going to look like once the dust settles? You know, how are things going to be different? So as we go through this um, process, we're coming together as a world to create ideas, strategies, connect in ways that we have never connected before. So that is the purpose of the special podcast that I call the Corona Chronicles, so that we can get some insight and have empathy and compassion on one another create new innovative ideas that can not only improve our life but our fellow brothers and sisters across the world thank you so much for joining us i want to thank you guys for listening today thank you for joining us i'm really excited about my next guest callie teagarden is her name and we met in january when i joined the company send out cards one of the things that I really enjoy about Callie is her personality, her energy, focus, and most importantly, her creativity. Uh, one of the things that really drew me to send out cards is the opportunity to really connect with people and create deeper relationships. And she is just the perfect uh, role model when it comes to that. You know, she took out time to have a conversation with me. Uh, to uh, give me some pointers and tips and guide me uh, on this new adventure that I'm really excited about. So I'm really happy to have her today so she can share some of her insight and positivity during a time when a lot of us are really being challenged with this uh, global pandemic. So at this time, I want to give Callie the floor so she can introduce herself before we get into the interview. Well, first, thank you so much for having me, Lachelle. It's great to be here. Awesome. You are just wonderful. So I'm excited for you taking out the time. 
Well, I'm excited to be here. It was an absolute honor to be asked. I just adore you and I'm glad that we've connected. And to tell your audience a little bit about me, I live in Sugarland, Texas, just outside of Houston. I am a transplant to Texas. I actually grew up in Indiana and uh, after high school went to Notre Dame. And when I graduated from Notre Dame, got a uh, first job here in Houston. And and 20 some years later, I didn't think I'd still be here, but here I am. Um, I do love the Houston area. After college, I went into the corporate world. I spent almost a decade in the corporate world. And uh, one day I woke up and I was miserable, absolutely miserable in my corporate job. And it wasn't so much the job. It was that my boss and my company owned my life. I was spending 70% of my time on the road and I had... 12 days of vacation. And those mm -hmm. that know anything about me, that didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for something. And that's when I got introduced um, to the profession of network marketing. And I ended up starting a business part time alongside my full time job. It was a skincare company. And I built that for a few years. And in that business, I had clients. And I was looking for a simple way to stay in touch with my clients, birthday, thank you and holiday cards. I don't know about you, Lachelle, but my mom raised me like when we were given a gift, we had to write a thank you note. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. We need to get back to that. Ex yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so I knew the importance of appreciating and staying in touch with my clients. And so because I was working full time, writing the cards out seemed like it was really time consuming. So I got this, what I thought at the time was this brilliant idea to hire my neighbor's mom to write out all my birthday and thank you cards. Mm -hmm. Except a couple months into that brilliant idea, one of my girlfriends, who was also my client, called me up and said, hey, Callie, I got your card. And I'm like, great. And she's like, that's not your handwriting. <laughs> in that voice, that exact voice. And so in a mm -hmm. moment, I knew a good gesture had gone wrong. I was trying to make you know my clients and my friends feel important, appreciated. And I was doing mm -hmm. the exact opposite. So fast mm -hmm. forward a few months. And uh, I met a lady, she told me about send out cards and I didn't get it until I got that card in the mail. And literally it was a card that changed my life. And that was 10 and a half years ago. That is so awesome. And you know, the thing about it that I think is so impressive is you have monetized a um, career around something that you already love to do. So, you know, right now, a lot of people are, you know, feeling displaced and thinking, man, this is like a dream job. You know, how could you wrap your head around that? So for people who are listening, you know, explain to them, you know, how this is possible, you know, because they're probably saying this is some kind of theory. <laughs> right. It's possible. <laughs> you know, it's possible because in this profession, Send Out Cards is a network marketing company. We, mm -hmm. um, so instead of paying advertisers or traditional mm -hmm. salespeople, they, it's built in network marketing. So they pay us to go share with others and build a team of people to go share with others and teach them. So part of what I get paid is to help my team learn how to share this, right? And so it's really interesting. And, you know, 
when I found this, I loved it. And I became an affiliate simply because I wanted to get my system paid for. I knew I knew a few people who sent cards and I knew some business people that if they weren't, they needed to be sending cards. But within mm -hmm. a few months, I really fell in love because what we do is we go out and we love and appreciate others. And that's what mm -hmm. I teach other people to do. And like, to me, that's like one of the most honorable things in the world because I truly love people. Um, mm -hmm. One of my mottos is love people, love life. I love that. Yeah, yeah. that is so true. And I think, yeah. yeah, Lachelle, when you do that, I was talking to some people the other day. And when you focus on loving people and loving life, I think a lot of other things and put loving God in there too, right? Mm -hmm. I think a mm -hmm. lot of other things take care of themselves. So true. Yeah. Now, so you said that you work on training your team and, you know, everybody working together. And I love that concept. But, you know, you, you got the vision, you know, because you already had that uh, desire, you know, it was something you were raised to do, you know, have an appreciation for people. But for somebody who is on the fence, you know, explain to them the difference that it has made in your business and just in your everyday life by taking on the mindset of showing appreciation for people. Yeah, I think it's changed me in so many ways. Um, in the way that it's not everything when I well, so when I first got started in this, it really was about me. I wanted to travel. I wanted to get out of the corporate world. <laughs> right? So it was. Mm -hmm. But one of the reasons I wanted to travel is that I love meeting people from other cultures and other places and learning mm. about them. And there's always been mm -hmm. something in me that is curious about others. And so one mm -hmm. of the things that I, you know, recommend to people is just starting to get to know people, build relationship pe with people, build relationship mm -hmm. to just appreciate another human being not to get something from them. And my background mm -hmm. is a sales background. I was in all kinds of aspects in sales. And there's this really interesting piece of, you know, am I building this relationship just to try to get something out of it for me? Or am I building a relationship to add value to another human being? And when I mm -hmm. do, the opportunities, they present themselves, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is so because good. Yeah. And I believe people can feel your intention even through an email, a message. We get sense. Of, we get sense. We have like that sixth sense or what our um, founder, mm -hmm. Cody Bateman, calls that prompting, right? We get that sixth sense of, mm -hmm. about a person. And I really think we can feel, is this person well-intended or are they just trying to get something from me? And when you try to get from others, it doesn't work. Right. And this is so true, you know, because I did an interview with uh, Dr. Ivan Meisner and he was saying how, you know, he created his company because people just didn't have a um, uh, what is the standard for listening to people. You know, they just had this thing like, hey, can you do business with me? You know, as soon as you first meet them. And so for somebody who. You know, a lot of salespeople are in that kind of environment where they think 
you know, it's all about my product and, you know, this is a great product. It's going to solve a problem. What advice would you give them to begin to, you know, create a different outlook when it comes to building that relationship and adding that Well, one, I mean, I think, you know, you just talked about Dr. Ivan Meisner. He talks about giver's gain, right? How can you give to others? How can you create value to others? How can you create relationship? So if you're someone that's out, let's say you're networking and you could be networking, you know, in person, maybe not right now, but also almost Mm -hmm. in Georgia, right? You're very close. (laughs) Um, and, And right now we're doing a lot of networking. I'm learned in my career uh, from a lady named Christine Spray. And she taught me that when I sat down and did like a typical one-on-one with someone, and that's not a sales call. That's saying, you know, you and I sitting down the shell and saying, let's learn about each other's Mm -hmm. businesses and see how we can help each other. She taught me to always leave that person with three things. And so the three things could be Mm -hmm. an introduction to someone like a direct referral, so let's okay. say I'm meeting with a realist. Uh, let's say I'm meeting with a real estate agent, right? Um, so mm-hmm. it could be a direct referral to them um, of someone that needs to buy a house, right? It could mm-hmm. be a a referral to like a third party person that they can network. So a mortgage person, right? That they can network mm-hmm. with, you know, because sometimes mortgage people bring. Uh, real estate agents business. And sometimes it's vice versa, Mm -hmm. depending on where the person starts Mm -hmm. Um, inviting to another networking event or giving them like a book article or something that could help them. And so out of every conversation, I always tried to leave that person with three things. So maybe I sat down with a real estate Mm -hmm. agent and maybe one of them was inviting them to a networking event that I was going to, to go with me. And maybe two were that like, third-party introductions that I could make. And so what happened is, as I networked, I was just giving. And if they did business with me, great. If they didn't, that was fine too. But I got to the point where people are like, you need to talk to Callie. She knows everyone. And I don't know everyone, but I was giving to everyone that then you know, it's the law of reciprocity. When you do something nice for someone, they want to do something nice back for you. And so you start getting people yeah. to introduce her, say, you need to meet her. She, you know, she'll connect you to other people. And so by doing that, I built this amazing network and in the process also built my business. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, that is so true because um, it doesn't cost anything. Not at all. People, you know, but it can, it can have a great uh, return for that. So, what are some things that you do to kind of keep you focused and in that growth mindset? You know, we did our uh, Promptings Academy and, you know, we talked about our I am statements and things that we have to sometimes shift in our mind. But, you know, because right now people are in a pandemic and so some people are really fear, you know, on the left side, really scared. And other ones are like, you know, there's uh, so much potential in tomorrow. So, how do you kind of keep yourself focused on the positive, you know, when you kind of can have negativity all around? Yeah. So the first thing I do when I get up in the morning, I read my I am statements and my goals. So when I wake up in the morning and so I have my I am statements, 
I have what I call my top 100 list. It's 100 things I want to do in my lifetime. And so it includes goals and send out cards, it includes financial goals, it includes philanthropic goals, it includes travels goals, adventure, like all kinds of different things. I update it every year, but it's 100 things I want to do. And typically on that list, there's three things that I'm very focused on in a year. Um, Typically more than three happen, but like the ones that I'm really focused on where I can take action to make them happen. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is, so I have that morning routine where I read those. I've got what I call a day in the life story. It's a five to seven year vision of what my life looks like five to seven Mm -hmm. years from now. Um, That's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And so that gets my mindset in the right place in the morning. The other thing I do is I sit down every morning. Um, I have like a little morning ritual. I make my water. I, I literally get a gallon of water with lemons in it so I can drink it all day because I don't drink enough water. Mm. <laughs> and I come to my mm-hmm. desk and I literally map out my day and I map out my work time, but I also map out my fun time, my time to, um, mm. you know, spend time with my husband right now. He's actually in England. I'm here in the U S and so, you know, I book my time mm. with him. I book my time to do personal development, but also time off time to just enjoy me. And so mm. I try to stay focused it, it, you know what I say, it's like a target. If you've ever um, shot bow and arrow, the goal is to, you know, hit the bullseye. And if you can't hit the bullseye, you want to be on target. Well, this tries, this helps me stay on target. Am I always on target? No, but then I can adjust. But what it does is it allows me, I'm not sure there's any such thing as balance, but it allows me to really define, okay, what am I doing today? Where am I putting my energy and focus? And then if I find that I'm, you know, going out and looking at the news channels or just scrolling Facebook and stuff that may, you know, get me out of that, it's like, okay, wait, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Because this isn't productive for me. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, uh, you know, talk to someone who's listening about, you know, the importance of creating that system, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, I've got my goals, you know, I'm going to start out, I'm going to read my affirmations, and I'm going to look at what I'm working towards. And, you know, is this going to happen? Because I did that every morning. So walk somebody through that whole process that has to happen in order for right. So I think and I think that goes back when I mentioned the goals and really defining three key goals at any time. And so with those Mm -hmm. key goals, Mm -hmm. I literally break down a daily activity. So instead of saying, okay, so one of my goals right now is to write a book. And I'm I'm actually giving myself time to write it because I'm in I'm in the process of what I call I'm learning to write. Because there is there is an art of writing a book. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I so my goal uh, is it's really a next year goal, but it needs to start now if I'm going to do it Mm -hmm. is to write a book and get it published. And so one of my goals, instead of looking at keep saying, because I've been saying this goal for the last three years, I'll tell you, Lachelle, but I never took the action. And so where's (laughs) the action now is that I spend an hour a day, typically Monday through Friday, right? Writing an hour a day. The other thing is I've hired a coach that I meet with three times a month 
to mm-hmm. get help on my writing. I'm also reading about writing. So mm-hmm. I am taking daily. So what I've, what mm-hmm. I've done is now that I've decided, okay, this is a goal and this is one of the three that I'm going to focus on right now. Now what's my next step? Mm-hmm. And interesting when I started this. So in January, I said, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do is I actually got the opportunity to write a chapter for a book there's going to be 24 authors. Um, it's a series mm. called Momentum Makers. And uh, I'm in book four or mm. five. I think I'm in book. Um, so the first one oh, is, yeah. well, it's a little slow, but it's going to. Things have slowed down because there's a retail environment. And stores aren't open right now. Um, but I literally oh, yeah. a week ago yeah. sent in my chapter, 3,000 words. So it's not a book yet, but it's interesting when you get uh-huh. focused on specific goals. And I know that chapter is going to open open doors and new opportunities that had I not gotten on focused on my goal of one, wanting to write a book. But what I mean by focus is creating time in my calendar to do the activities that need to be done to write a book. I love that. And, you know, so because this is so key, because there's a lot of people that have those dreams right now. They're doing a lot of reflecting. They're like, you know, I've always said that I wanted to do this. One of the things that I got out of that um, answer is that you hired a coach. And so for a lot of people, they think, you know, I'm just not trying hard enough. Or, you know, like you said, it's been something for three years. So what was it that kind of shifted for you to just have this mindset to think that I'm going to do it and... I'm going to get help, you know, if that was the case. One, I got tired of saying I was going to do it, (laughs) right? Because at some point, you're like, if I keep saying I'm going to do it and I don't literally make a plan to make it happen, it's never going to happen. And uh, and so I knew that to keep me accountable, writing is not... I, well, I don't like this language. It's going to put the wrong language. Writing has not always been my favorite thing. Like if you look at SAT scores, I was very right. high on math and not on English or verbal. And so math is my thing. I love right. math. Give me right. numbers. So writing is something that hasn't come as easily to me. So it is like work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I knew I needed the right. coach to help keep myself accountable Because if I just said, I'm going to do this, I also knew this wasn't one of my strong suits. And I think things can become strong suits through practice. And so I needed to Mm -hmm. practice, but me Mm -hmm. just writing without any feedback wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go. I love that, you know, and I'm going to tell you a little trick that I learned from uh, an author. He has written like 48 books, 48, 49. I mean, he just pumps them out and he does these little YouTube things and stuff. But he said, you know, Lachelle, you just write like you talk. And so he said what he would do is he would dictate his book and then transcribe it. And he said, because you know, I listen to you train and the information that you teach, you're passionate about. So if you just dictate that, you know, because they've got these things where you can dictate it and right. transcribe what you say into um, 
written form and it's a great idea edit it you know yeah so he said you know because a lot of times people go back to their high school or whatever and they think you know a author for them back then is this really polished grammar person and you know, if everybody believed that there were not <laughs> right. books that are out there. That's what he said to me. And I said, you know, you are right. Okay. So that might be something that can kind of help you with that because, you know, I know you have no, um, no fear about sharing your information and the things you're passionate about with people. So being able to kind of do that and dictate, that might be something that can help yeah, you. Yeah, I love it. Right. Thank you, you for sharing that with me. That's awesome. Better. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see. So for somebody who is, um, you know, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about network marketing? You know, we alluded a little bit to it in the beginning about how, um, you know, some people think it's salesy. What would you say to somebody today? Because we are moving forward and accomplishing great goals and things that we're doing with send out cards, but to get somebody to kind of take another look and think, you know, yeah, I would say one, be open-minded. It's just a different form of distribution. And for mm -hmm. a long time, I did not understand what network marketing was literally. Um, and, and don't mm -hmm. take this negatively. I was, you know, I was a corporate America salesperson. Mm -hmm. I was traveling and busy. And so I had been invited, mm -hmm. you know, for me, network marketing was home parties. That's what I thought of it. And it was stay at home moms mm -hmm. trying to get out of the house for a couple hours a week to make a couple hundred dollars. And I love this profession does that because mm -hmm. for those for that person who's doing that, it might be what she needs to keep her sanity. Like, I don't know how you have 15 mm -hmm. kids. Like, I don't get it. I like, right. <laughs> I like just, I'm like, what, 15? Wait, what? It's coming from a lady who has nine. I have two grown stepkids, but like none. But <laughs> so, and I love that this profession does this, but as yeah. a, um, corporate saleswoman, I didn't see why I would want to go spend my evenings mm -hmm. going out and sharing products until someone literally introduced what this could do mm -hmm. for me and that it could be an outlet for me of getting out of the corporate world. And then that's what got my attention. So one, keep mm -hmm. an open mind. Two, know that it is work. Right. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I, I like to say is mm -hmm. that, you know, I got into this business for more freedom and so I could travel more. And I like to work, um, but I want to do mm -hmm. it on my own time and my own terms. I don't want a boss telling me what to do. And I just think 12 days of vacation is ridiculous. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So but here's the thing. When I got right. started in this business, right. I had to give up some of my freedom. I had to work more because I was working full time and I was building a business mm. on the side. So I was giving up some evenings and weekends. So I was giving up some of my freedom to be able to create the freedom in the future. Right. And so it's not a, I you know, that. it's not hypey. It's not get rich quick. It is work and build a business. And when you do, mm -hmm. because there is leverage and there is residual, 
it can allow you what you're looking mm -hmm. for. But know that it is going to take work. It's going to take growth as a person. I think um, this profession, this field, mm -hmm. I've grown more in the last, you know, 10 years than I did before because I had to really learn about me to become a leader um, and be able mm -hmm. to develop in this business. And then the third thing is, if you get into this business, know why you're here and have an attitude that I'm not going to quit, right? I think we get into a business like this and my family did mm -hmm. not always understand why with a college degree, I'd want to do network marketing because mm -hmm. they don't get network marketing. They have a mindset that uh, I shouldn't be doing this. And so mm -hmm. I had to learn to value my opinion, my beliefs, and my vision about this business more than theirs. And that took me a while because we do lean on family and right. close friends and want their opinions, but they never saw the vision I saw. And I'm so glad I didn't listen. And, you know, that was some of the hardest part of this is because, you know, some people come in this business and their whole family joins mm -hmm. them. Not my case, not my case at all. And so right. I had to persevere. Right. So know why you're here. Um, one short term, but then also long term, like my goal originally was just to quit my job so I could travel the world. Mm -hmm. Now it's become and grown into my passion. My goal really is to inspire and mentor people to find and live their great life. And that's the beautiful thing about this business, right? It shifts from you to how mm -hmm. you can help others. And so, mm -hmm. you know, never quit on a bad day. But know why you're here. Know it's going to take worth. But know that if you stay the course, you learn, you grow, you share. It's worth it. I love that. And, I, you know, I love that whole piece about the transparency that, you know, everybody's not going to agree with your vision. Right. You know, I mean, look at uh, Steve Jobs. If everybody agreed with the iPhone. You know, I mean, we just, we probably wouldn't have had it. You know, he had to really persevere through some hard times. I mean, he created something out of nothing, really, in so many words because of his well, concept, how it started. Right. The, Look at know, Walt Disney. He put a, a he wanted but, to build an amusement um, park in the middle of a swamp. Yeah. People thought he was crazy. And look at Disney as a brand today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. We got to be willing to have those uh, moments of being willing to stand alone if we have to, you know, for the vision that we're believing in. So that's some great insight. So now, are there any books or podcasts that you would recommend to people right now who are trying to kind of uh, keep on? Yeah, so the podcast I'm listening to is a Cody Bateman, right? Founder of Send Out Cards. Um, he has relationship marketing okay. with Cody B. Um, if he listens to this, he's going to hear me admit that I was really bad last year about listening to all his podcasts. So at the beginning of the year, I actually went to a conference and I tried to do 30 minutes of personal development every day. Typically, I like to read um, some days, not right now, but, you know, a couple months ago when I was in my car more, I was listening. Uh, it would depend on the day. Mm -hmm. And I listened to a lady named Danelle Degato, and she said, you need to be doing an hour a day and do it in 
while you're doing the rest of your life. So now every morning when I get up, as I'm doing that morning ritual stuff, I uh, listen mm. to his podcast for 30 minutes in the morning. And he's got like 60 some out now. And I'm at number 60. So I'm almost caught up. So I've really enjoyed um, that podcast. I've, I've downloaded a few more now. Larry Levine's um, Selling from the Heart. I just started his book. Uh, he's okay. actually going to be on our call coming up. Um, mm -hmm. There. Yeah. Let me see. I just pulled up my iPad to give you um, some of the last ones that I hold on. These are all the ones I haven't read. Um, other books, um, Beach Money, Jordan Adler is a great book for someone looking at network marketing. I think okay. that was when I came into this company. It, my uh, upline, my sponsor sent it to me and it really made me understand what this business is all about. Um, being the network marketing business, not specifically send out cards. So I think that's a great book. Um, mm -hmm. I, I do have a ton. I can always send you a list, Lachelle. <laughs> that's fine. That's good. I think this would be good because, you know, when we get started with self-development, we, uh, I know in my case, I'm a book junkie. So you I'll and me both. Books and knowing <laughs> I can't read them all at the same time, right? <laughs> so I Perfect. think one book and a couple podcasts, hey, I think I can knock those down. So that's good. Yes. So what is the best way for people to get a hold of you? Because some people may really resonate with something you said and just, you know, ask you about network marketing. Um, I'm pretty know, active you know, on Facebook. So if they go the search for me there, um, they can send me a friend request, send me a message. I do look at my messages. That's typically uh, somewhere I'm always am and can find me. I am building a website. Uh, my husband's helping me with it, but it is not mm -hmm. done yet. But if you do go to CallieTeagarden.com, it will redirect you. There's a link there that you can go right to my Facebook as well. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, we are really excited to have had this time to uh, have a conversation with you. Some great nuggets. You can't see me, but I have tons of notes over here. So I love to uh, get some of those golden. Yeah, notes. I think so final words is final because words of the that times that we're living about. in. I strongly believe that in every challenge, there is an opportunity and uh, sometimes when we go through things, instead of looking at it as a challenge, it's looking for those doors that open to us that may not have been open before. I recently talked to a girlfriend who has a business and she had been wanting to make some changes in her business. And this is actually pushing her to make the changes. The ones that she'd been talking about for the last three months, some people, you know, maybe looking mm. at other businesses or other things to start. This might be the time that you say, you know what, I'm going to write my book. But I do believe in every challenge, there's an opportunity. And why I say that, um, Lachelle, mm -hmm. uh, what, two and a half years ago, my mom passed away unexpectedly. I was 43 at the time. And uh, she died of a massive heart attack. She was 70. She was very young. Mm -hmm. Two years prior to that, my dad died at 69. A year before that, I went through a wow. divorce. And so in a three-year period, just over a three-year period, I had like three major things happen to mm -hmm. me. And I had 
right before the divorce, I had just turned 40. And our uh, founder, Cody Bateman, called me up the day my mom died. And we were talking. He's like, I said to him, I said, you know what, Cody, the 40s, everyone say the, the best years of your life. But for me, no. And that's not exactly what I said. <laughs> right? I won't repeat exactly what I said to him. And he said, Callie, he's like, right, you know right. what? I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but what you are going through is going to make you the person that you are supposed to become in this world. And you will look back and these will be the best years of your life. And, you know, this is only two and a half years later, but I have that um, daily blog called Finding Joy in the Journey. It's on Facebook. And it was nine days um, after my mom died that I got the prompting, the idea to start that. Right. And so out of that, had she and I miss her dearly. Right. And I couldn't control her dying or not dying. That was when she was supposed to go. But I found my joy. Right. right? And so the whole point of finding joy in the journey is finding something every day could be joyful for. And it was only supposed to be 16 days while I went on this long trip. Um, And then I was going to stop. Well, I just wrote day 900 Mm -hmm. today. Because when I started it, I started bearing my soul and sharing with people and people would come back and say, you know what, you've made a difference. And everything now with the writing and the book all goes back to that. So Mm -hmm. out of that challenge came an opportunity because I was open to following my promptings right? That inner voice that said, you should try this. And so you never know what's going to come out of it. So just trust, trust yourself, trust God that there is an opportunity out of every challenge. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing. That is just so beautiful. That is just awesome. Well, we just really uh, appreciate all your time and your insight. Uh, I've enjoyed it too. And that. it's such an honor to be it's here with you. I have really enjoyed myself. Oh, well, thank you very much. Well, I will be in touch. I'm excited about seeing. Yes, he's going to be awesome. He's on Monday. On so he's going to be great. Yeah. Thanks you too. Bye, Lachelle. All right. Well, you have. What an awesome interview. I really enjoyed the insight that I was able to get from Callie and just the mindset that, you know, if we're open, there are no limits to what we can accomplish as long as we are willing to look at different opportunities and uh, do the work, you know, and be focused on what it is that we aspire to um, get out of a situation and taking the time to Uh, map out a clear path so that we can accomplish it. So, I mean, just some great nuggets. I couldn't even uh, summarize them all here in this uh, brief little moment. But a great person with much passion, uh, clearly focused on what her objectives are and accomplishing them. So I just think it was a great interview. And She's a fellow Hoosier, so we both are from Indiana, so that was just the added bonus. But I want to thank you guys for listening. If you are interested in being a guest, please email me at info at LachelleAtkins.com. I am also in, on Facebook, LinkedIn, 
Instagram, Pinterest, and I have a YouTube channel. So I want to thank you guys for listening. And if you really are passionate, such as Callie, then take a few moments to do a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever there are podcast uh, places available because it would just be great for other people to witness such a great message uh, so that they can move forward in their business and beginning to uh, aspire to reach the goals and dreams that they um, would like to accomplish. So thanks again for listening. Have a great evening.